Hi everyone, this is Paul Cross. Welcome to the Dispatch Podcast Week in Review. I'm delighted to be joined by Carol. Hi Carol. Hi Paul. Uh, We've been working towards our summit on Monday, so that's fun, but it has been uh, a pretty busy week, Carol. A big week. Um, So let's talk about your thoughts on budget budget week. Obviously a lot happens in Canberra and we will get to all that, but let's start with the budget itself. Uh, It was an interesting budget. It was the uh, Albanese government's first budget and that always sets, sets a tone. It'll be interesting to see how it's received. And, of course, with any new government, the first few months sort of tend to fly by. Everyone's giving you the benefit of the doubt. And then the first budget comes along and the, the rubber hits the road. You sort of get to the dog days of winter. It starts to become a real grind. And they they will just be going into next year's budget now. So they've just finished the full budget process. They then have the mid-year outlook on probably seven weeks, seven or eight weeks, and then they, they will be going through the preparations for next May budget. So I feel sorry for the officials. But the reduction in the general PBS co-payment was a big political centrepiece. Yeah, 30% the, reduction. Yeah, the big... cost of living in the, the the legislation was the Senate backed the legislation uh, on Wednesday but with a really, really clever uh, amendment, two words, adding two words, that requires the minister to produce legislative instruments for all special arrangements uh, uh, for Section 100 listed drugs, which sounds incredibly arcane and complex, but we so that covers the ODTP. It will cover it will cover the the ODTP, and I think it's been a brilliant piece of advocacy to try and resolve. I think we described it as sort of one of the most miserable public health programs in the world. That's literally killing people. Yeah, three a day. Yeah. So, and that's not a guess. That's the New South Wales coroner. Yeah, uh, said that, but. It's such a brilliant piece of advocacy and it's, I think it's a great case setting, a great example in the value of getting into the detail. Yeah, that, absolutely. That those two, two little two little words uh, will unlock a reform by compelling the minister to do something. And I think it's a great lesson for people, particularly in the context of things like the HTA review where there is a tendency to look at these uh, processes and around advocacy in these the leap forward mentality. Let's just go into this. Let's just put on the table what we want and then negotiate it rather than taking a really technical, uh, uh, legal, process, bureaucratic approach to, to achieving change. Because in the end, advocacy is generally trying to force government to do something that it doesn't want to do. Mm. And uh, this is what makes this so, so clever. It is that it's just – one slight little change to, to the act that's going to ultimately have a very significant impact for the 50,000 patients on this program. So I think it's a case study and we're going to be talking about it uh, quite a bit on Monday, I think, because because people should look at this as a as a potential way forward, I think, for other other programs that people have a lot more options than they, than they realise. It's not just about walking around Parliament House and attending events, dreadful events, at the Arboretum, now that they can't do them in Parliament House, it's actually about getting down into the detail and really understanding every little word, every little dot, every little comma, every little colon, everything, and the implications of one little change is is that significant. And it's it's a lesson, and we're going to discuss it uh, on Monday after the taco table. Oh, the taco table. Well, I'm, that's, I'm very excited about the taco table. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and what about all the events that go on during Budget Week? Well, I constantly bang on about the extravaganza that Budget Week has become. Thankfully, they've got all of those events out of Parliament House, and I agree with the Prime Minister 
uh, about the need to protect the integrity of that building. Uh, it is a, is a beautiful building and it deserves a lot of respect and holding political fundraisers is not the way to go. So that's been great for the hospitality industry in Canberra, yeah. I would think, and particularly the Arboretum, which, which held a couple of big events. So, uh, there was a lot of people at the realm, uh, and uh, which I managed to avoid for most most of the week, but it's it, a, lot, a lot goes on, really a lot goes on. I, I, I do think... <laughs> You so there's an element of you have to be seen, yeah. But but I don't know that you you get a lot of value out of it. I mean, you hear the same speech three or four times. You know, the minister gets up, the health minister or any minister just gets up in front of their stakeholders and gives the same address, all all with the same themes. So you don't really you don't really need to do it. But I do, as I say, I do think there's an element of you have to be seen. You have to show up. You've got to show up. You got to pay to play kind of kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, the Health Technology Assessment Review is set to get underway with Health Minister Butler uh, confirming the Chair and Reference Committee. Um, And I see you interviewed John Young about this appointment. But um, have you also cautioned people about – sorry, I've got a basset hound attacking (laughs) me. With love. (laughs) I was going to ask, have you also cautioned people about the direction and the dangers of the review? Yeah, I I – I have, and the publication have, and I and I and and there is an element of this is a review that's going to be led by uh, a single payer system. So this is the government has all the power in this system, and so they will use this as a platform to progress what they want, and they'll obfuscate on whatever other stakeholders want because that's that's the natural order of events and the, and the case of things. And I don't think we should be or anyone should be. Yep. The Basset Hound Maggie is not very happy with it, though. Is <laughs> I don't think we should be too surprised that 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 will be the case. I think it is the natural order of things in a system where HTA is a tool. It's not an HTA system as people describe. We have a system where the single payer that that exercises immense power does it through health technology assessment. So it's very easy for them to use these processes to accelerate towards the change that they want. And to also to use them to obfuscate on reforms that other people want. So people have to go into it with their eyes wide open and go back to the example of the ODTP where a word here or a word there makes every bit of difference. And the industry should have learnt that from the implementation of their own agreements. Is Their understanding of, of what they agreed to is clearly very different to what the government, little g government, believes that has been, has been agreed to. And it's a lesson. It's less every every word counts, and it can devil mean is in the, the devil is in the detail, and and the detail the detail can be your friend. It requires patience. It's a it's a hard grind, and 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 it can be difficult, but it can also deliver enormous outcomes, and that's what we're going to to focus on on Monday. I think. Yeah. So on Monday, yeah, the summit. In yes. Sydney on Monday, Monday, we're excited about the taco table. We are, and the dessert table. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got to get the food right. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting discussion, and it comes at an interesting time. We've got some great speakers. I'm really looking forward to hearing what uh, Senator Rustin, the Shadow Health Minister, has to say. Uh, Kylie Tink, uh, the member for North Sydney, who's articulated this agenda around corporate tax reform. I think that should be really, really interesting. But we've got some great people from the industry speaking as well. And we're going to have a discussion about all of the stuff we've raised 
recently the approach to HTA review and the approach, approach best approaches approaches to reform. Someone said to me this morning that uh, the industry has to understand or create a framework for conflict with government and disagreement, and and I agree with that. And they actually used a fantastic line, which is that it's 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 how you demonstrate integrity with with a principles decision make, making framework. That that is that that just reflects great integrity in how you approach issues. If you just chop and change all the time, there's no integrity in that. So I thought that that was that was a really interesting observation, and, and that actually is one of the speakers on Monday who's going to, is going to talk to that. So I am looking forward to I'm looking forward to catching up with everyone in person, uh, which is always a great thing, and not something that uh, we've done a lot of in recent years. And so that that's going to be great. Hopefully, the Bassett Ham will be calm. By then, uh, and uh, look, I really, really do do look forward to it. And uh, Carol will be will be heading up Monday morning. Yes, we will. Looking forward to it, Paul. It's going to be great. So, thank you. Uh, have a great weekend, everyone. Really looking forward to seeing people on Monday for what will be an interesting discussion. Uh, thanks, Carol. Thanks, Paul.